You are listening to the IoT for All Media Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IoT for All podcast on the IoT for All Media Network. I'm your host, Ryan Chacon, one of the co-creators of IoT for All. Now, before we jump into this episode, please don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or join our newsletter at iotforall.com slash newsletter to catch all the newest episodes as soon as they come out. Before we get started, does your business waste hours searching for assets like equipment or vehicles and pay full-time employees just to manually enter location and status data? You can get real-time location and status updates for assets indoors and outdoors at the lowest cost possible with Leverage's end-to-end IoT solutions. To learn more, go to iotchangeseverything.com. That's iotchangeseverything.com. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the IoT for All podcast. Welcome, Nasser, to the IoT for All show. How's your week going? Uh, going well, and thanks for having me, Ryan. Yeah, it's fantastic to have you. Let's start off by having you give a quick introduction to our audience. Just talk a little bit more about you, your background, experience, You know, anything you think that would be exciting to give our listeners some more insight into who they're listening to. Uh, okay, well, uh, I'm Nasser Kutkut, uh, founder and CEO of Smart Charging Technologies. Uh, I've started the company a couple of years uh, back, 2017-2018 uh, time frame. Uh, I've been in the space of, uh, what I call like, you know, power electronics for the past 20, 25 years, developing, mm-hmm. uh, solutions for, uh, sustainable applications, everything like, you know, from solar to electric vehicle, uh, battery charging, uh, to, uh, power supplies for, uh, all sorts of equipment. Uh, uh, my background was heavily, uh, initially in the, uh, electric vehicle, uh, charging space. Uh, as I started like in you know, a smart charging over the past couple of years, we've been like, you know, focusing on, uh, new emerging, uh, technologies, uh, such that like, you know, IOT, and we've been like, you know, focusing the company more and more on, uh, developing like, you know, solutions, uh, for mm-hmm. IOT applications. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit more about the founding of the company. I'm very curious to kind of hear how the company got started, kind of the, the, you know, what opportunity you saw in the market at the time, um, that led to you, you know, kind of starting the company from the beginning. Uh, well, it's kind of interesting. I said, like, you know, I've been in the EV battery charging space. Uh, one mm-hmm. of our sister companies, in fact, we're still, uh, I'm still involved in, in there. Over the past four or five years, we developed like, you know, industrial battery charging and battery monitoring solutions uh, uh, with cloud applications. So one of the unique aspects we've done is like, you know, leverage cloud technologies to basically like remotely monitor and control uh, charger assets that are uh, installed at uh, warehouses, distribution facilities, like, you know, throughout uh, the country, basically. And uh, as we start deploying our battery charging, battery monitoring equipment, uh, we also like, you know, deployed uh, wireless uh, solutions to uh, interlink uh, those charging uh, and monitoring uh, equipment to our cloud applications. One of the challenges we faced was, uh, we always, uh, you know, uh, had uh, sites or locations uh, with uh, no connectivity. So we lost uh, uh, communication with uh, many of those sites. And uh, the issue was like we either were losing uh, internet connection at those sites or mm-hmm. we were losing like, you know, power at those uh, facilities. So those sites will kind of disconnect. We tried to look for uh, off the shelf solutions. There was nothing available. Uh, and, uh, so we kind of like, you know, start thinking of developing a solution and that's pretty much the start of smart charging. Since this is kind of slightly outside the space of battery charging and battery monitoring, we, uh, decided to kind of spin it off as a separate company 
and uh, start developing solutions for, uh, you know, again, for, for IoT applications. And that's, uh, you know, what's the uh, start of our, uh, you know, switch always on uh, development and, and launch from that point. So talk a little bit more than about the company itself, um, kind of the, we just talked about the background, kind of where the, the idea came from, but for audience members who are um, new to learning about switch always on smart charging technologies, like what, what do you do? What's your offering to the market? And um, you know, kind of what's been going on on that side? Uh, so one of our, the, one of, again, like, you know, we've, the opportunity we identified is that like, you know, lots of the networking devices, used in the IoT space uh, have two uh, uh, two major kind of like you know shortcomings. First of all, the uh, uh, you know they all are plugged into like you know AC power, so they are very susceptible to fluctuations or loss of AC power, and if that happens, connectivity is lost. And secondly, uh, they're also susceptible to kind of like an intermittent. Uh, uh, internet uh, connectivity loss. Uh, so these, the, you know, these are the two kind of like, you know, challenges like, you know, that, uh, that we've identified or we faced, uh, you know, ourselves. So the thought basically is, um, uh, we say, you know, we kind of like envision bringing our experience from the power space, developing like, you know, power supplies and power solutions to try to address those issues and couple that with, uh, again, like, you know, our, uh, uh, recent experiences uh, in the IoT space. Uh, so we envisioned kind of like, you know, developing solutions that address both of these issues on one end, how can we make the power supplies to those networking devices, like, you know, more, uh, more reliable on one end and, uh, mm. less susceptible to kind of like, you know, power fluctuations and power interruptions. And secondly, how can we ensure that, uh, in instances of uh, internet uh, connections due to device hangups, we have an automated slash remote way of restarting those devices so we can restore, uh, you know, connectivity. So we kind of like you know, launched um, a program basically starting with our first offering, switch always on. And now we're mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, uh, defining like you know, a product uh, uh, strategy to kind of like you know, address different market needs to basically address, uh, you know, those, uh, those two underlying problems. Fantastic. Let's talk a little bit more about switch always on now and, um, some applications that you all have, you know, see it kind of applicable for, or maybe it's, you know, been deployed any use cases you're comfortable sharing just to kind of bring it full circle to kind of provide some real world context to the, um, the application switch always on. Uh, well, in fact, we've been, um, as I said, like, you know, we started primarily with uh, an industrial IOT application, uh, where, uh, one of our sister companies was deploying battery charging and battery monitoring equipment at different warehouse and distribution facilities. These are, you know, large warehouses, large distribution facilities that used, uh, uh, battery charging to charge their forklift trucks and, uh, battery mm-hmm. monitoring to monitor those batteries. So I said one of the challenges they had uh, to interconnect uh, those uh, charger and monitors uh, to the uh, cloud application that uh, we developed, uh, we needed networking devices, which consisted of uh, uh, enterprise Wi-Fi routers on one end and uh, cell modems uh, to provide backhaul connectivity to the Internet. Uh, as I mentioned, like, you know, the main challenge with these uh, Wi-Fi slash cell modems is that, first of all, they use off the shelf, uh, you know, uh, power adapters. And we've seen at many, uh, locations that power fluctuations can cause those, uh, adapters to fail 
on one end, or we use like, you know, you know we have power interruptions uh, that again, like, you know, uh, pretty much bring the whole uh, network basically down. Secondly, we also, uh, or, you know, they also faced uh, device hangup, sometimes a cell modem, the Wi-Fi router, basically like, you know, would hang up and you would have to send a technician on site to basically just like recycle power. Uh, so the switch always on uh, was, uh, as I said, envisioned to solve this problem. So switch always on uh, incorporates, uh, first of all, uh, a high reliable power supply, battery backup, and it monitors both the wireless and ethernet uh, connectivity. So on one end, we can provide uninterruptible power to the uh, mm -hmm. networking devices, this the uh, back, uh, you know, the cell modem and the Wi-Fi router. And also it monitors uh, the uh, network connectivity. So in case of any device hangup, you can reprogram or program the unit to automatically recycle power and ensure that, uh, you know, the internet connectivity is, is restored. So, so we've installed uh, those switch always on devices in the networking cabinets uh, that, uh, again, our sister company has uh, been deploying and that mm -hmm. pretty much for the most part resolved uh, all of those issues. So, so this has been like, you know, our prime uh, use case. We've been also focusing on uh, kind of like a you know, home office, uh, you know, applications, same kind of issues. Like, you know, if you are in a home office, you're probably like, you know, getting your internet through a cable modem. Uh, you probably have a Wi-Fi router. Uh, and uh, in my case, like, you know, uh, you know, my cable modem hangs up once in a while. And what you would typically do, right. uh, call the ISP provider. First thing they ask you to do basically is recycle power to the cable modem and just kind of like, you know, see if you can restore the internet connection. Switch always on automatically does that. Uh, so I've been deploying, we've been deploying those at uh, uh, some home office applications to basically the same thing, provide backup power to your main networking devices, the cable modem, the Wi-Fi router, mm -hmm. but also mm -hmm. automatically recycles power if it detects that uh, internet connectivity was lost, uh, kind of meaning probably one of those networking devices did hang up and requires uh, recycle uh, to recycle the, the power uh, to restart or to reset, uh, you know, the uh, network connection. Right. That's fantastic. So, so tell me then, what have people been doing um, for connectivity issues in the past, you know, before switch always on was, was available. What was, what was the world kind of using, you know, how does it kind of compare to, to other solutions or things in the market that are trying to attempt to solve the same problem? Well, uh, in fact, this is interesting. In fact, when we faced the problem, we were looking for a solution. We could not really find a solution. There is, you know, there's a whole space of, you know, UPSs, uninterruptible power supplies, but these are tend to be larger, bulkier, typically used like, you know, for larger pieces of equipment. They're AC based. Uh, so meaning, for example, you can connect your server, your computers uh, in your data room through an uninterruptible power supply unit that will ensure that even if you lose AC power, you know, you can continue to power the device uh, again until uh, for example, it gracious, uh, you know, and kind of like you know, it turns off in a gracious manner. But those were not appropriate because of the size uh, on one end. Uh, and secondly, uh, although they provided backup power, there was no, uh, uh, again, there was no monitoring or there's no ability to kind of reset the device when you lose internet connectivity. So although there was, I said, like the whole space of UPSs on one end, 
there was no solution that kind of addresses both issues, connectivity on one end and and power on the other end. Um, so to be honest with you, this is like a new space uh, that, uh, again, like there was, you know, again, no device literally uh, targeting uh, networking uh, devices uh, specifically to ensure uh, reliable power and connectivity. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, I think, you know, this is a fantastic solution. And one thing I would like to have you do, if you wouldn't mind, is shed a little bit of light on for our audience about the power and connectivity issues that we're getting into and we're starting to see more in IoT. Um, you know, kind of like why why it's such an important thing. Um, and I know a lot of our audience already understands this and fights with connectivity issues often. So switch always on sounds like a perfect solution for them. But for audience members who maybe are a little new to this, um, just talk a little bit more about just from a general sense in the IoT space, what kind of power and connectivity issues are we seeing? And why is it so important that we have a solution that kind of eliminates that, it, uh, you know, whenever possible? Uh, interesting question, Ryan. Again, um, although like there has been lots of innovation uh, when it comes to networking mm-hmm. devices, when it comes to the power side, how you power it, uh, the solution has been pretty much, uh, uh, I say, like, you know, uh, rudimentary, meaning uh, everyone kind of uses off the shelf uh, AC adapters. Again, most of these devices, or all of them are powered from DC, meaning you need a 5 volt, 12 volt to power them. But in order to kind of like, you know, get, you know, 5 or 12 volt, you would use like an AC adapter to kind of convert your AC power into 5 or 12 volt. Lots of those AC adapters are pretty much uh, what I call uh, low cost. Uh, They're less reliable. So if you have power fluctuations, when I say power fluctuations, you, you know, you know, at most locations, uh, manufacturing warehouses, even lightning, you could kind of like, you know, cause power disruptions that could cause those adapters to fail. So you're highly, your bottleneck, the, your first bottleneck is that you're really relying on a, on a power source that is, uh, could be unreliable. And if you lose uh, that AC adapter for whatever reason, either loss of power or power fluctuations that could cause that adapter to fail, your network uh, connectivity is, is, is gone or down. And that requires what we call a truck roll. Someone has to go to the site, inspect the device, swap that device or swap that AC adapter to restore connection. So again, so a big part of this whole IoT is that, you know, we're connected 24 seven, but if you lose power or if that power supply fails, you know, that premise kind of like, you know, goes, goes out, uh, out the window. Right. So that's the first right. challenge. The second challenge is that, um, I said, like, you know, most, I mean, lots of those networking devices do hang up. Uh, you have like, you know, memory issues, memory leaks, uh, to think about cell modems, you always like an update the, uh, uh, you know, they have like an updates to the, uh, whether it's a firmware or like an update. So they're kind of like in a network, uh, you know, protocols. So, so quite frequently your cell modem, uh, basically like, you know, uh, same thing, like, you know, may hang up and may require to be, be, be restarted to kind of reestablish uh, connection. Uh, so I said like, you know, we're, we're kind of in a, in a space where we assume that the minute you install a networking devices, you're set, you're connected 24 seven. Reality is that uh, again, power is unreliable. We have lots of device hangups and they happen whether we like them or not. And uh, you know, you have to, you know, again, uh, IOT uh, or uh, users of IOT, uh, uh, technologies have to kind of like kind of think, uh, you know, proactively as far as 
you know, anticipating those problems and how they're going to solve them. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Um, I think, you know, the more connectivity options that are out there, the more deployments that are getting out into the market, um, you know, a solution like switch always on is, is, you know, very important to ensuring that the ROI is realized because you, without the connection, if the connection fails, then you're not getting the data you need. You're not being able to make the decisions you need. And just the overall solution doesn't seem as, or doesn't have the best chance of succeeding. So, so, um, so I appreciate those insights. I wanted to take it back for a second to, um, kind of when you created switch always on and just talk to me about how you all evaluated the market opportunity and kind of identified the target markets for the product. And the reason I'm asking is because I'd love it if you could provide some advice for those in our audience who are looking to kind of get into the IoT market. Maybe they have an idea or they have a solution they're looking to build in some capacity or some component for IoT. And they're trying to better understand how do they evaluate market opportunity? How do they identify target markets for a particular product? And I think, you know, your product is is so so unique and such a great offering that I'm sure there's some good insights that you should be able to share from from the kind of the creation of it. Uh, again, very interesting question. I think literally it started with our you know a need that we did identify. I mean, what I call a pain. So we literally had a challenge that we faced ourselves. Uh, I said like you know we had, we literally I remember like one of the sites we had uh, was an IKEA distribution center like you know up in upstate New York. And we literally, uh, you know, would lose connectivity once a week or once every couple of weeks. And a technician would go there and in most cases, just like, you know, unplug and replug like, you know, the networking devices. So it was becoming kind of like, you know, costly and it was becoming a challenge because, uh, again, with that specific site, uh, you know, we lose we lost connectivity like, you know, quite frequently. So I think my point, you know, the first issue is like you know, identify, you know, some sort of a pain some sort of like, you know, uh, uh, you know, avoid in our case, again, there was a pain point and we're trying to kind of like, you know, address that. So that's, you know, again, that's how the opportunity basically like, you know, started. Uh, secondly, mm-hmm. we start kind of like you know, scouting for solutions. Our, you know, first reaction was not, okay, let's go ahead and develop a product. We assumed right. probably like, you know, we may find solutions in the marketplace that uh, may address this issue. As we searched, we did find like, you know, gaps, as I said, like, you know, there were UPSs on one end that probably could provide, uh, uh, you know, uninterruptible power ensure like, you know, again, uh, at least from the power side, uh, power right. is, uh, is, is maintained. Uh, but I said that solution has its limitation in terms of like, you know, size and weight and backup time. In fact, most UPSs are only good for like 10, 15 minutes. We want something like, you know, longer. They were quite bulky. They won't fit in those cabinets. So, so again, although, you know, there were solutions in the marketplace, uh, you know, again, they were like, you know, again, challenges with those solutions. Uh, as I said, like, you know, so I, so the first thing I would say, like, you know, again, find, you know, find a pain point uh, on one end. And secondly, uh, hopefully like, you know, find uh, probably like, you know, start with a niche market. Uh, and I've, in our case, we're lucky because it was our sister company that was in need of such a solution. So we have, if you think of it, like an you know, our launch customer was already kind of ready to kind of like you know, start using, uh, you know, our solution, our product. Uh, I think uh, for a new idea, uh, it's more of like, you know, find a niche market where the pain is very visible. I mean, that means like mm-hmm. you know, they're really experiencing that problem and they're really in need for a solution because you know, it's, it's, it's way easier to kind of like, you know, present such a solution and have acceptance versus, 
going to a market that's probably not necessarily experiencing that pain. It's going to be take like, you know, right. more time and effort and investment to, uh, again, uh, first of all, you know, establish that there's actually a pain and they do need a solution. Mm-hmm. So I think start- yeah, basically trying, trying to force it in a sense. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, so I think starting with a pain point, starting or finding a niche market to a customer that's really experiencing that pain probably is, uh, is the best way to kind of like, you know, start exploring again, developing, or again, taking some of those ideas to market. And even through that process, in fact, when we first started, you know, you kind of like, you know, learn and kind of like, and figure out and kind of tune in uh, your products. So Mm -hmm. for example, as we started, you know, uh, again, make that product available to other clients and customers, we started learning about new pain points. Uh, so, for example, uh, you know, uh, we're seeing more and more devices that require POEs, power over Ethernet. So we're developing like a new product that's more like, you know, POE based because uh, I said, like, you know, some of the new networking devices don't even have a five volt, 12 volt. They're powered right. by like, you know, POE or POE plus or plus plus and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, we've seen some customers looking for like longer backup time. They want like six hours and 12 hours. So as you kind of like, you know, start also. You know, I would like, you know, you know, kind of stay always in the test, you know, market test mode, meaning don't assume that your product and your solution is is perfect and everyone should buy it. It's more of like, you know, uh, try to offer uh, a solution you think uh, that may solve the immediate uh, need. But I think be on the look because you may identify other problems, other more, you know, pain points that are more pertinent and mm-hmm. you probably have to kind of... Uh, Again, like, you know, change uh, focus or pivot to try to take advantage of those uh, those opportunities. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic advice. Um, I wanted to to kind of wrap or start to wrap up here and ask you a question about kind of what the future looks like um, at the company as a whole. But but also just with switch always on, like, where do you see kind of it? it kind of evolving into, are there kind of, uh, you know, for different versions of it? Is there different applications for different industries you're trying to kind of penetrate with it? Like what is, what is kind of the evolution of this look like without giving away obviously any, any secrets, but just, just so what, you know, we can get a sense of kind of how it could evolve. Well, it's kind of interesting. I said like, you know, we started with the switch always on our first uh, product offering. And I said like, you know, as we interfaced with, uh, with different, like, you know, market segments, we're identifying like, you know, different needs. So for example, on, on one end, uh, one of the, uh, new accessories we'll be introducing is like, you know, an AC, uh, like a smart AC, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, plug, uh, that also like you know, interfaces with the switch always on. So we can always, uh, restart or cycle, uh, AC equipment, for example, that, uh, does not require like, you know, DC, uh, power. Uh, again, right. we're introducing a POE, uh, version. So it's going to be primarily like, you know, for, uh, you know, Wi-Fi enterprise Wi-Fi routers that uh, require like, you know, POE. Uh, and we envision, uh, you know, more and more uh, adding like, you know, more backup power, more backup time. I said like, and we have applications where they require like, you know, 12 or 24 hours. I, so I, to be honest with you, we're more like, you know, in a more of a co-creation mode, you know, as we sure. identify like, you know, opportunities that seem to kind of like you know, legit, we're kind of like, you know, trying to see uh, if we can, uh, again, like, you know, expand our offering to, uh, meet the, meet those needs, but we're kind of like, you know, uh, at least on the product roadmap, we have a POE version on one end and we have, uh, an accessory, which is like an, an AC, uh, uh, you know, an AC plug that interfaces or that kind of, uh, you know, adds or expands, uh, the capability right. of switch all on at least like you know, in the short term. 
Uh, on the enterprise side, we're also developing uh, enterprise uh, application that allows enterprise users to remotely manage, like, you know, uh, switch always on devices at multiple sites, uh, do grouping, uh, group programming. So we're kind of like, you know, trying to, and also developing APIs so they can integrate it with their their equipment. So, so again, there's like, mm-hmm. you know, some API slash cloud enterprise application development on one end. And like, you know, we're looking at like different, uh, you know, products uh, spinning out or like, you know, expanding our switch always on to kind of like a different, uh, to meet different needs. Right. That's fantastic. It's very exciting kind of hear what you have going on. Um, obviously, you know, the current offerings seems fantastic. So I can only imagine the future is going to be, be even better for, um, for the market and, and for the company in general. So if, if our audience out there is interested in kind of learning more, wants to you know, reach out with follow-up questions, anything like that, or, or even, even buy um, um, your solutions, what's the best way to do that? Well, best way, probably like, you know, kind of uh, find us on uh, switchalwayson.com or smartchargetech.com. Uh, you'll find like, you know, again, uh, lots of resources and they'll be able to kind of like, you know, connect with us uh, uh, through those two, uh, you know, websites. Fantastic. We'll make sure we link all that up um, in our description and any of the promotion that we do for it. And, you know, hope that our audience can find out more information, you know, follow up if they have any questions and, um, you know, and, and get Switch always on kind of in their solutions. So this has been fantastic. Nasser, thanks again so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ryan. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us this week on the IoT for All podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave us a rating or review and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Also, if you have a guest you'd like to see on the show, please drop us a note at ryan.iotforall.com and we'll do everything we can to get them as a featured guest. Other than that, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.